There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I am Sean fangirl And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode 9 of season 2 of Resident Alien. Yay! We're it's back! back. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, and we're back in time. That's after San Diego Comic-Con, which made me very upset because I did not get into the panel. Oh no. Uh, it was full by the time I got over there, which is awesome. I did get a photo out at the Resident Alien like outside thing that they had. Right. And they had somebody dressed like Harry out there <laughs> with the alien mask. And then Jason's like, you're Alan Tudyk, aren't you? And he's just like, does the shrug. And it's like, uh-huh. oh. but it was not. We thought that would have been hilarious because how often that happens at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. But he did. Alan Tudyk actually did go have a photo done there. And I think he was there like a half hour after me. I swear I missed everything by like 30 minutes. (laughs) Some celeb was already somewhere I was like 30 minutes before or after, like the entire time. I'm like, are you kidding me? My luck can't get worse right now. So it was awesome that I at least got to check it out. I got some cool pictures for some of the sci-fi stuff that's happening and should be interesting. And I'm excited with some of the stuff coming up. That being said, we have even more exciting news. Yes, we do. Sci-Fi has announced that Resident Alien will have a season three. That is so awesome. Yes. (laughs) Again, mad that I missed the announcement live because I'm assuming they did it while at con, but I could be wrong. Right. But, oh my gosh, because these episodes, these episodes, I can't. I, I don't even know what to say. I know. <laughs> because it's like so much is happening. And there was a person in this episode that I'm like, wait a second. Why does she look so familiar? <laughs> and seriously, I don't know how they're going to keep adding on. Like, what are they going to do? Are we going to get more? Which is great because I think we were both worried about, great, they're going to talk about another alien species and then not give us another season and... Make us all very upset with what right, happened. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, look what else they did to us with Surreal Estate. We were yeah. like, oh, we're not getting another season. And then just throw that on us out of nowhere. Oh, by the way, we changed our mind. We are going to have a season two. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yes. So, you know what? Sci-fi, you're playing with our emotions. That's yes, what I'm going to say. You're playing with our emotions. But, my friends, I think we want them to play with our emotions with this. Because it's so up and down and crazy. And I know I love it. So how about we talk about this up and down episode that made me a little tense. I don't know about you, Steve. Oh, absolutely. This was insanity. Episode 9, Autopsy. 
Asta is overwhelmed with guilt after she, Harry, and Darcy get rid of the dead body. Okay, again, really, you're messing with us. You're messing with us with these little synopsis. So we open at the barrel of the the rifle that Asta's holding and smoke coming out because she had shot a man in order to save Harry. And she is in total shock. Darcy pops in wondering what's going on and wants to call an ambulance when Harry, it's revealed that Harry's been shot. And Harry's like, no, because that guy's dangerous. And Asta's like, no, it's really bad. But wait, never mind. That guy's dead. He's not dangerous anymore. (laughs) Thinking that that's a good thing, but Asta didn't quite take it that way. Now, did she? No. And in the distance, we hear Sheriff Mike calling out, and he comes across the three asking if they heard shots. And instead, they had, okay, I don't know how quickly this happened. They're standing there looking all super innocent and weird, but I guess that's kind (laughs) of normal for Harry, right? (laughs) Yeah. And they hurried up. They had covered the body up in leaves. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And Darcy's like, oh, yeah, I had to put a raccoon down. That must have been the shot you heard. And Mike's like, no, I heard two different distinct guns. And Harry, oh, my God, Harry. (laughs) No, I am still celebrating. And he pops a little party popper. It's like, now, I will tell you, some of those go off very hard and it can't scare the mess out of you. Oh, absolutely. I I saw a spark come out of it. So it's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And I love Mike's just like, okay, glad you're all okay. And Darcy and Mike, okay, let's go because Darcy's trying everything to get Mike out of there because Harry and Asta are going to be owl watching again. (laughs) What? What? There's got to be something better. Right, to come up with. (laughs) I don't know. Anything they're making out might have been better. (laughs) But I love that they both kind of hoot like owls. Yeah, but Asta's was very... She wasn't too excited about it. No, Let's just no. say that. Who, <laughs> who, what? Okay, okay. This isn't a Tootsie Roll commercial. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> so Darcy's like, yeah, let's go. Let's leave him alone. And Mike tells Harry, yeah, you need to open up your bathroom window. And I got worried what he was going to say next. Right. And it was even worse than I thought, to be honest. <laughs> you forgot about uh, Ben and Kate being in the bathroom last? Yes. Yeah. Because I kept thinking, oh, my God, he's going to say how it smells horrible. But he kind of does say that. Yeah. <laughs> smells like a hump house in there. It's like, what? Oh, my God. Not what I wanted to hear. And apparently nobody else wanted to hear that either. Just really? say it. So when the pair leave, Asta looks over at Harry and checks out his wound to make sure he's all right. And when she she is asked if she's all right, she says no. And then he says no as well, that he's not all right. So I'm thinking hers definitely is more mental than his. But as we've seen as the episode progressed, I think some of his was also mental. So Absolutely it was. He's that he- developing more and more human feelings. Yep. That's what I was going to say, that humanity's creeping out. Yep. (laughs) Next thing we know, we get the camera panning towards the lake, and we see two guys in a boat. How did nobody notice that? Right. (laughs) And how did they not see what happened? Right. And apparently, they were looking for their Galvin Powell little co-worker friend. Although, the one guy does say that he's dead, doesn't he? Or that he got shot or something? 
I thought he said something to that effect. I could be wrong. I think they heard the shots, but. Oh, okay. But then we hear something in the water. And what do you do when you hear something in the water? You obviously look over the side. Yes. (laughs) That was sarcasm in case you were wondering, folks. Yeah, yeah. Horror film. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, nobody has watched any scary movies ever. And, well, hey, the alien baby pulls him in and then jumps on the guy from that's still in the boat, knocking him into the water. And I'm wondering if he ate them both then. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, cringy. But, well, now both of the guys are dead and we see, I'm assuming. I mean, they might not be, but what are the chances of that? Uh, slim and none. <laughs> Yeah, the baby's disposal maybe could have cleaned up the other guy, too. I'm just saying. In a voiceover, though, we get Harry stating that his people don't fear death because they're all part of the same ecosystem. And when they die, they change form and return to where they started. It's like, okay, that's interesting because we've seen one of his people die and they turn to stone. Right. It's like, okay, that's weird, but sure. When we see them in the cabin, Asta is trying to sew up, which is very strange to say. So up Harry and the bullet wound, but she notices that his blood is turning alien. Now, I had seen the red and I was thinking, oh, he's turning more human. Right. Not thinking the other way. So, I mean, I guess it's good that she noticed that. So that way, if somebody were to come back in, because everyone just comes in and out of Harry's place. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like Congo line in and out of there. But Harry's like, you need to get the bullet out so I can heal faster. And you, you see it. And you get the sound effects. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so gross. But right when Asta removes the bullet, Darcy enters. And Asta covers the wound up. Because obviously we don't want Darcy to know anything. I think she will find out this season. But she doesn't know anything right now. Harry informs Darcy that the dead guy is the one who killed Sam. And Asta's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I love how Darcy just so casually asks if there's a wood chipper that she can toss the body in. It's like. What? Darcy? (laughs) You've done this before, Darcy? What true crime podcasts have you been listening to is what I'm wondering. (laughs) Asta's like, no, we have to tell the police. And then Harry reminds Asta that if they do that, then the Galvin Powell people will make sure that Asta and everyone she loves will be killed because they're going to keep coming. It's like, damn, because I thought Asta had a good idea. You know, it was self-defense. He tried to shoot or he did shoot Harry, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I wasn't thinking, yeah, those people will probably keep coming. Yep. It's like, oh, yikes. So Asta thinks she's protecting everybody by not telling anyone about Sam's murder. And Darcy's like, no, no, I'm going to protect you because you figured out who did this and they were coming after you. I'm going to get rid of the body. It's my turn to help you. Uh, Well, I mean, yes and no. Right. (laughs) And... I thought it was just really interesting how this whole thing played out then, because Asta tells Harry, hey, you were shot just a little lower. You would have been dead. But would you have changed back to alien? And I love Harry's like, no, if it hit the human heart, I would be dead. Okay, but isn't it still your organs in there? I'm like still confused. But maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? So Harry thinks Asta for killing the bad guy, and Darcy's like, I gotta check some pockets, of course, when she's out there. Smart move, Darcy. Smart move. Yeah. At least you're not gonna go dump him with his keys and his wallet and everything on him. Right. But the three of them, I love this little brainstorm session. Yeah. 
Because it's like, how will we dispose of the body? Because Harry's like, I do not have a wood chipper. Yeah. (laughs) And we have to do it in a way to keep Asta out of jail. So Darcy apparently has this, I don't want to say perfect plan, because is anything perfect with these guys? Come on. No. (laughs) But she has this plan, and it's like, wow. Yeah. What are you watching that you're like so in-depth with this? And I love Harry's like, Law and Order? She's like, CSI. (laughs) I... Oh, my God. I just couldn't believe how it was going to play out. Hey, we're going to dump his body at the seedy hotel that he's staying at because there's no cameras. And then Harry's like, when Darcy's not there, hey, we can plant Sam's medical records in the trunk. And then that way it'll clear us. And yes, we got this. And I love it. He's like, does CSI have a dun dun? <laughs> no, Harry, it doesn't. <laughs> no, you have to put on some sunglasses is what yeah. it is with CSI. <laughs> Asta then tells him, though, nothing's going to clear you unless you're the town doctor because the autopsy still has to be done and that has to clear me. And the whole back and forth, like, ah, crap, I have to take the job. Yep. (laughs) I did like that because Harry's like, man, I was so close to being out. Yeah. (laughs) So we go to this shady motel with no surveillance and uh no tell motel copper ridge hotel and, and of we course see who's working there <laughs> oh my god judy which was killing me because she's working on her audiobook side gig by starting mary shelley's frankenstein <laughs> and i can already see where this is going and how things are going to be bad right and i don't just mean for judy I mean for the gang, which right, yeah, I'm you, thinking you probably you already really know. Really screw things up. Darcy comes in to distract Judy while Harry and Asta dump the body in the hot tub. And uh, she gives her some of Liv's deviled egg. And oh my god. Oh, she's like, oh yeah, this is great. These are still warm. And I'm like, how long have they been out? Right. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, that's probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> but the next morning, so several hours have passed. Judy leaves the office with the rest of the eggs. Oh, my God, Judy, don't do it. Right. <laughs> and she did exactly. She ate it. Yep. And that's when she notices somebody in the pool. And she's like, get up, drunkie. <laughs> Better not be peeing in there. Yeah. And she sits down and she eats more of the eggs that have been out for, oh, my God, way too long. Right. At least 12 hours now. Oh, God, my stomach hurts thinking about it. Yeah. She's like, huh, I wonder how he's even breathing like that. And then her face lights up like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Can't breathe face down in the water. No, Judy, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) I just loved her face. When it finally dawns on her, it's like, good lord, this woman. (laughs) This woman. Anyway, then we get to see David lying on the riverbank when a noise wakes him up and he checks his gunshot wound. Now, I'm thinking he must have been wearing a bulletproof vest. Right. That's what I thought when he started to unbutton his shirt, but I don't think so. No, because there was blood. Yep, but no wound. Yes, when he checked, he's all healed, but the alien sphere is still in his pocket. Hmm. This must be what saved him, right? Yep. The only thing that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. But he suddenly hears voices and dogs barking, and he gets up to find... General Wright informing him that he needs to come with her. And of course, there's the, you set me up. No, I didn't. If I did, I'd be over there with those people. Yeah. (laughs) And the little back and forth, and he decides to follow her. I mean, I guess you got to trust somebody at that point, but yeah, I don't know. Right. 
And you kind of think about that and you go, okay, so we know we saw one alien who actually shot David, and now we hear dogs barking and several people. So it's like, huh, are those all alien men and alien dogs? <laughs> Ooh, I didn't think about that. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. Yes, the invasion may be uh, a little further along than Goliath even realized. <laughs> now I'm thinking alien dogs and they're all creepy <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> we get to go to City Hall then and we see Mike and Liv discussing the Galvin Powell group with all the names they found in Sam's office. And I love how they have the names on the board and they're like, yeah, they sound rich. And, and Mike is like not impressed. and But he is impressed that Liv can curse because <laughs> she does so very ineloquently. Yes. <laughs> It was pretty amusing, though, because she's like, yeah, they suck, more or less. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm sorry, but the names, he just sounds like he's wearing, like, loafers. And <laughs> what was it? A belt with lobsters on it. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Harry arriving at Ben's office, that, informing him that he'll become the town doctor if he agrees to his demands, which, oh, my God, really? Yes. <laughs> I don't want any more traffic in front of the clinic. That's not going to work. I want my own kitchen. Okay, maybe. I want Ellen not to talk. You know what? <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. But... Right, but... <laughs> and if she steals granola bars from my desk again, I want her capital punished. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to work either, Harry. No. Just say it. I love it. Ben's like, well, two of those aren't possible, and pretty sure one's illegal. Yes. <laughs> so... Right then we hear Mike, yes, there's another murder. And he's all happy. And then Harry's like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. He's so awkward. I love it. But of course, Ben's freaking out like, no, 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 there's not a murder. What? And he, he kind of runs out. <laughs> I love Harry's face. Like the faces he's making is just as good as like what's happening. Right. Because it just cracks me up. Like, okay, what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> yeah. like, I know my laugh is horrible when I try to do this. But it's like, if you're seeing his face, you understand the laugh. So yes, absolutely. There's that. <laughs> Let's go back to the Notel Motel. <laughs> Judy informs Liv that she saw the victim talking with two men in a van, a black van, after checking in last night. And, <laughs> oh, Judy. Mike walks up to Liv and Judy, and Judy hands him a CD of one of her audiobooks. And I love it because he's like, Malcolm X. And she's like, what? It's not Malcolm 10? I thought it was the 10, like the Roman numerals. And Liv's face. And you just, what was yes. it? She's mumbling like, oh, Judy. <laughs> like, no, please. Boy, and she had like, that Here. right there. I mean, she yeah. was expecting Mike. Right? It's like, yeah, let me take that back. I'll redo it. <laughs> And Judy's like, well, I didn't see where the men in the van went, or I didn't hear any gunshots, but it's all right. I'm here. And Ben and Harry arrive. I don't know why Harry's riding along with Ben, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just wanting to make sure he gets the body. Let's hope. And Harry tells him that he's devastated, and there's been another murder, and the awkwardness. That, yes. that was what got it for me. I'm like, I know they're like used to him by now, but I'd have been like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. I wanted to high five Ben. But 
Ben, yeah. I love it. He's like, oh, no, that hot tub's actually on the other side of the county line. That's a Jessup murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, chill. But Harry's like, mm, no, it's, I'm sure, on our side. And he's like, well, let's check the security cameras. And Harry's like, there are no security cameras. And that's when Judy verifies. She's like, yes, we are very discreet. And two people can get a room and do just about anything. As she's looking at Mike and, like, hitting him with her elbow. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, anybody can go in any of these rooms right now and do. And then the eggs hit. She's like, I'll be back. It's like, not for a while, honey. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Mike is like, this is a patient's murder. It's mine. You're not doing anything. And Ben is following him. And Liv comes up and informs Mike that the dead man, he is none other than one of the names that we had up on that list. And dun, dun, dun. He had a gun in his jacket. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is ours. This is getting deep. This is getting great. Yeah. And then Mike's we see <laughs> Ben, though. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Because <laughs> he calls the Jessup Police Department to report a murder in a really bad, like, voice. And I can't even remember the name he said. And I was like, hi, this is Sam. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lord, this is horrible. Yeah. Then we get to go back to the clinic and see Harry with a patient who is going to be dying soon, apparently. And it freaks Harry out because all of a sudden the feeling of dying is now back in the pit of his stomach, coming to the top. It's like, oh, don't hurl. Like, yes. <laughs> Please don't hurl on the old man. Right? <laughs> and the patient's like, oh, I'll miss your bedside manner. Thinking that Harry's being all just goofy. It's like, no, he's just being Harry. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, no, you won't because you'll be dead. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then we have... I don't know if they were police or if they were, like, supposed to be ambulance. Yeah, bringing in the body for the autopsy and ask, where do you want this one? And Asa just stops and is, like, daring. I'm like, this is not good. No, not at all. Then you have Ellen informing her that the living people are in the waiting room. Dead bodies get exam one. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to remember that. And I do not want to ever be in exam one. Exactly. Asa has a very pained expression on her face, though, when they take the body past. And it's like, Asta, what are you doing, honey? Right. She is I, losing it quickly. Yes. Next thing we know, we see Asta burst into the 59 and wants Darcy's help with dealing with everything. Yeah, her killing a man. As Darcy pours her usual 3 p.m. whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then Asta tells her, I'm supposed to pick up Jay and we're supposed to go to lunch tomorrow. And Darcy's like, that's fantastic. And she's like, but I can't get past this. And what do I do? And Darcy reminds her, if you go to the police, more bad guys will come and they will kill you and probably everybody around you. Right. It's like, ah, <laughs> this is again, not good. And I love her. She's like, oh, I'd have to escape to my safe house. Where was it? I can't remember. Puerto Vallarte. And she couldn't go by the name Veronica forever or yeah. something like that. It was cute. And I'm like, I she's trying to lighten the mood. and Right. It for works. a moment, it helped. Yeah, it, it worked for a moment. We go back to the Copper Ridge Hotel. I love this back and forth, but it's just like, what are you doing? Show me one thing at a time at this point. Yep. <laughs> we have Liv and Mike talking about how nobody else had heard gunshots. And what if it's not a gun? 
what if it's like an icicle or what if it's an ice gun and this back and forth? I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm watching it going, did he just say that? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, I love how you think in the box and I think outside the box. That's what yeah. makes us a good pair. It's like, no, you just sound like a wacko. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and next thing you know, you see the car being towed, the guy's car. I didn't inform anyone to do this. What's going on? And it turns out we have Detective Torres from Jessup informing Mike and Liv that they're taking over. Ooh, because this happened in Jessup. Now, Ben might be happy, but Mike is surely not happy. No. Oh, he's super pissed. Yes. Although that little back and forth was kind of funny. Oh, yeah, it was. Because <laughs> again, Call he's me on. Big Black. Yes. Called why me he's. Medium brown. <laughs> like why why are you on that mike and i love it and lives like i'm white it's like i don't know what to say but you know what i have to give it to torres for like not missing a beat oh yeah absolutely that was good who is she why can't i remember what she's been in that we've talked about because she is so familiar yeah there is no doubt about that i know she has to have been in one of our sci-fi shows so if anybody else remembers let us know because i have been staring at her face Right. And I'm like, why can't I find the name? I think I just got onto IMDb too soon. Right. So, again, tell us who she is. <laughs> if you know, because... Now, could it I have know. been... And this goes way back... Uh-oh. ...to Eureka and was the deputy of Eureka. Oh, maybe. Right, because she would have aged since then, because <laughs> that was early 90s. So, yeah, it, that's the only... Because I was like you, I know that face, and I know that face, and I couldn't think of where it was, and maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Fans, sure. let us know if we're right on the button or out in left field. Yeah, because it's going to just drive me crazy. I don't think it is, because I'm thinking you're thinking Erica Sarah. Right. And I don't think that's her. So, uh, it's going to drive me crazy, and I will remember in like three days. Right. <laughs> Because that's been happening a lot lately. But anyway, fans tell us, please. Uh, we get to go back to the clinic where we have Harry in his office looking up videos on was it, ballistic wounds. Yes. <laughs> and in comes Ben for counseling. And next thing we know, in comes Kate. It's like, what is happening? Yes. <laughs> and I love Harry's reaction because she takes off her jacket. Do not get naked in my office. <laughs> all right. Do not have sex in here. I've had to throw away all of my bath towels. Yes. And my mat. And, and my, my loofah. <laughs> yes, I love it. He seemed very distraught about the loofah. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. She is controlling. And it's like, what? It's, but she didn't come up for air. Yeah. <laughs> like, she would just took off and just running at the mouth for real. And we see Harry almost not off. And I thought that was funny. And then yes. finally, Kate's leaving. And she's like, that was a great session. And Ben's like, what was it? Was it good? And Harry's like, I don't know. I was doing math problems in my, my head. head. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because we're all trying to stay awake because your wife doesn't stop talking. Right. <laughs> like, blah, 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 blah. I honestly thought we were going to hear. Wah, 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 yeah, wah, yeah. Wah. <laughs> And Harry sees the body being taken away, and he's like, what are they doing with my body? But hey, yeah, Jessup's taking over because the hot tub was in Jessup. And Harry is like, ah, oh, damn it. Right. Again, human emotions, you kind of start seeing them. So we have the next thing 
which was live in a storage closet recording a video for the alien tracker, which we really don't want him around because he can see Harry as <laughs> his alien form. Yep. We sure right. don't want that. But Mike finds her and oh my God, that was just amusing. It's like, is this one of those Instagram things? You need a better light in here. Oh my God. No, Mike, that's not what a ring light is called. Right. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going further. Although Liv, oh my God. Because she does explain what she's doing. And Mike's like, you're not supposed to do that on the clock. She's like, no, I wasn't because I was going to the bathroom because I really had to go. But then I decided not to go to the bathroom and use this as my bathroom break. And then I'll just hold it extra long because then that'll be my bathroom break. And Mike's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But the next time you have to go to the bathroom, when you were regularly going to go to the bathroom, you're going to have to go twice as fast to make up for this. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I think I was sitting there going, you have a very dizzying intellect. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> we've, of course, got to the Princess Bride moment because none of it made sense. Right. <laughs> Until Liv says, I shouldn't have drank that iced tea. Yes. Now, I feel course, you, Liv. It did look like when Liv sent the video, of course, it said, thank you for reaching out to us. Please go to our website and check out <laughs> when he's going to be in your area type thing so it was mm -hmm. all promotion so yeah will this ever come of anything probably not but never you know. never know <laughs> now that they have season three you never know yep so we get to go back to harry's cabin and harry's concerned the alien baby hasn't come back and he's throwing out pieces of raw meat to lure it back or bears i don't know you're gonna get something coming yes. up yes <laughs> you will harry <laughs> But you get to see him call for the baby in his, like, native language, which I thought he was clearing his throat or his sinuses <laughs> or something. But Ben pulls up, and Ben's like, hey, yeah, let's hang just the boys. We'll order some za. And I'm like, oh, God, what? Does anybody say that? Yeah. <laughs> and Harry's just like, no, this is my house. Get out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously, like, why is Ben just thinking Harry and him are BFFs? I, I don't get it. I is it like the just grabbing at anything okay after the morning counseling session i'm sure he's afraid to go home so yeah he'll go hang at harry's it, that'll be the last place kate will think he'll go hide <laughs> i don't know this just seems so weird like ben's like i need a friend and you're awkward i'll be your friend it's like no that's probably not working out that way no and we get drunk ben Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, that he got stopped by a guy that thought he should be a model. And yeah, that just got creepy. Cool. That got creepy. He's like, yeah. He yeah. hugged me and said, I have the job of Superman. Superman. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this, this sounds like there was some dude just trying to pick you up. Right. Like, no, no, not cool. And then I love that he just, like, passes out on Harry's couch. And Harry's like, yeah, I'm going for a walk. Don't pee on my couch. Yes. <laughs> And while this is happening, we have Darcy and Elliot at the diner finishing up, apparently, the entire dessert menu. <laughs> since she felt like she owed him since she didn't show up last time. I'm assuming she gave him some lame excuse and not I don't know if an she's actual excuse. any excuse yet. Oh, really? I thought she maybe told him something because I don't know if I'd want to be like, okay, yeah, let's try this again. You stood me up because Dan decides to throw a little fun information out that oh, yeah. he waited for her for three hours and then came back it's like oh 
That's not good. Unless he was one of like the alien hunters or whatever. Right. Then that's a whole different story, and then it's even worse. But Darcy just kind of looks at him and's like, "Oh, some people don't feel like they deserve nice things, and you're a really nice thing." And I love that he looks at her and goes, "So are you?" And then they kiss. I'm like, "Aw, how cute!" Right. But blah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Darcy will screw this up because she's got to protect Asta. Yeah, I am telling you, like. All this weirdness is going to come to a head, and I don't know how it's going to work out. Right. But I guess we'll find out. Harry, as he's walking around the woods, ends up finding the rifle casing that Asta used. And, oh, this will be great. We can get the body back. I'll figure out how to use this. And I'm thinking, doesn't that have, like, fingerprints? Isn't that he bad? He had gloves on. I know, but doesn't it have Asta's prints on it? Depends on whether or not the gun was already loaded. Okay. And I'm sure it was. <laughs> There'd be no reason for Asta to load it. That's true. And then, of course, he finds the other casing from the bullet that shot him, and he throws it in the lake. I don't know why he thinks that's going to make him feel better, but it does. So Right. <laughs> Yay. Human emotions, Harry. But then we see the patient city limit sign, and the alien baby cough up a wallet of one of the men from the boat that he decided to eat. Then he heads into town. Okay, it's going to get worse and worse, and you're killing me here. Yes. <laughs> killing me. So we go back to the hotel one more time, and Torres arrives. And it's like, okay, what do you got? Why are we all here? Yes. Doc, what's going on? And Harry's like, I have a theory, and I have deputies outside searching the area. And I love that with his assistant, Judy Pooper, Cooter, whatever. <laughs> And Judy goes, that's my ass, and that's my lady pocket. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Harry points out that there's a straight line of sight, and somebody could have totally shot him, and he could have fallen into the hot tub, but then it would have been a patience thing. And Judy, of course, is trying to help reenact and just overreact, like horribly <laughs> overact, sorry, and falls into the hot tub. And that's when we hear one of the deputies say, oh, I found a shell. From a hunting rifle. Dun-da! And it's like, oh, I guess this is our murder because patience is a very good working theory. Guess you're getting the autopsy back. And it's like, hmm. This just sounds like she thinks it's getting really weird, which it is. Right. <laughs> and what do we see next? It's like, good lord. Yeah, Judy naked in the hot tub. Judy got naked in the hot tub. Harriet said, that's like dead person soup. Get out of there. She, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, it smells gross. Oh, my God. Why are you in there naked? Right. What is wrong with you, Judy? Ugh. Not all there. <laughs> when we get to, what was it, Town Hall, we see Asta outside waiting for Liv, who she had texted about wanting to tell her something important. But Asta sees Dan across the street, and so she can't tell her exactly what it is. She just says, you've done a great job for everyone here in Patience, and I'm so proud of you, and hugs her. It's like... That doesn't seem weird at all. No. And even oh, Liv yeah. kind of looks at her when she walks off like, are you okay? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, God. And finally, we get to find out what's going on with the general again, since they're kind of back with everything. And David's in the, their hideout, I guess, watching TV about beavers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the general comes in with food. And the general points out that there must be a mole inside my organization because Nobody knew I was coming, but congratulations, because this means you're the only one who's not the mole. Right. Because <laughs> he's the one who got shot. Yep. And then the general's like, well, 
I don't know if I can trust you. I guess I can, but I don't know because I found this sphere under the floor after I drugged your food. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) You drugged my food. So again, Princess Bride moment. So clearly I cannot trust you. And it's like, well, yeah, probably not. But we have the same enemy in common. So I guess we're on the same side. And I love the, but are you going to drug me now? Eh, Maybe. (laughs) What? Finally, we get the autopsy where Harry is. I'm glad this isn't being recorded. Right. Because Harry's like, oh, yes, we have victory. We will falsify the autopsy because he was shot from 10 feet away. That's where you shot him. But I will say it's 50 feet. The time of death is this. But I will say it's four or whatever. It's like, yep. Yeah. And this, but this. It's like, ah, here, show the, the wound. Like, she's supposed to draw it in. And she just starts drawing like a bigger and bigger circle. It's like, whoa, hold on a sec. Asta's losing it quickly. And Asta freaks out and runs out and Harry goes after her. And she's like, I can't live with myself. I can't do this. And she is totally freaked out because she's like, it's not okay. It'll never be okay, no matter what Harry says. And Harry's like, well, I can help her remove those memories. And this is what I'm watching and I'm going, oh, no. Yes. I mean, if you think about it in Asta's frame of mind taking jay out would have been a disaster anyway right so not showing is not any worse <laughs> i but don't it was think so sad because harry removed the memory he also removed the memory of jay asking her to take her out right and we see jay sitting on the steps of the diner by herself holding a balloon yeah. that said happy birthday and i'm like oh god but couldn't harry have just taken everything out like after the party You would think. Or outside of it or whatever. Yeah, that's one thing we haven't had explained to us is exactly what parts of memory Harry can erase. The whole thing or just a moment. It's a day at a time is the limit. You can't Uh, get any finer than that. That sucks. Yeah. Well, that was everything on this crazy ride of this episode. Yeah, and expecting it to get much crazier. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, we do have some feedback. Go ahead, Steve. Lay it on me. All right. This is from Richard Patella. I just finished your podcast on Escape from New York, and I have really enjoyed both of your perspectives on each episode. I couldn't find your podcast on Alien Dinner Party on my podcast app, but assume you were waiting until closer to the release of Episode 9 will be fresher in our minds. I can't wait for August 10th. And he wrote back on 8-2 saying, thank you for uploading the podcast. Now I'm all caught up and ready for the tent. Yes. We wanted to make sure that this was closer so that way it went together. It's like part one and two. So you kind of had to have it closer. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) hope everyone remembers what's happening because I will literally forget from week to week on occasion. So, (laughs) And we've had, what, four month break? Oh, my gosh. But it's so awesome that it's back. Yes, it is. So thank you, Richard, for reaching out to us and listening. We appreciate that. Yes, we do. And uh, we want to hear everyone's thoughts on each and every episode. Steve, why don't you let them know everything? (laughs) All right. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews that helps other fans of the show find us. There's one other 
resident <laughs> podcast out there. Tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. We have so many sci-fi shows that we talk about and some interesting ones that look like they're coming up. So I'm ready to hold on to my hat, possibly tinfoil hat, just throwing that out there. (laughs) And you can always go over to the website, www.fangirlzone.com. Check out the contacts page with all of the ways to get a hold of us. And we will reply to you whether we are in the middle of the season or even after. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Steve, rot into dirt, handbag. I'm Sean Fangirl S, and until next time.